Gator Nation and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Albaverde, staff writer for the Lake City Reporter. I'm fired up. Can't wait. I'm going to get a plan. Get a, you know, Let's get a great plan together, put guys in position, get out there, practice, get better, and find a way to go win. Right? I mean, I love winning's good. Winning's like people, people like winning. <laughs> and uh, I enjoy winning. And when you don't, you want to win again. You know, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, I guess it probably, I don't, politically correct comparison, but like winning's kind of like a drug, you know, once you get it, you, right? I mean, it's, winning's an addiction. And, right, maybe that's a better way. There we go, let's go with that. Winning, <laughs> I'm trying to politically correct think of what I say, but, but winning is an addiction, right? And so, I mean, if I'm, I'm, I like winning, so I want to get back out there and I want to win more. And that's just me as a competitor. And so that's what I want to see from our players is hopefully they have that same drive. That was Florida coach Dan Mullen discussing his team's latest matchup against the Vanderbilt Commodores. It'll be the first time in the swamp for this football team in more than a month. And that game will kick off at noon on ESPN. What's up, Florida fans? Welcome into the latest edition of Locked on Gators. On today's show, I will list my five keys to the game for Florida Vandy. I'll give my score prediction, my SEC power rankings ahead of week 11. And in the final segment, we'll bring you some comments from Florida coach Dan Mullen and Vanderbilt coach Derek Mason as they give their thoughts on this game and break down the matchup between their two teams. But let's start this show with my five keys to the game. And number one, I think pretty obvious coming off the loss to Georgia on Saturday, and that is having success on the ground. Gators were not able to get it done against the Bulldogs last weekend. Just 21 yards rushing as a team. LaMichael Pirine averaged 4.4 yards per touch. But Dan Mullen and his staff basically decided to abandon the run once the Gators got down against UGA. And it got to the point where they were in the fourth quarter and LaMichael P. Ryan only had four carries for the game. Those certainly aren't the type of numbers that he wants, that Dan Mullen wants. He's always trying to have balance with his play calling. Now, obviously, the passing game is the strength of this offensive unit, but the Gators won't be able to finish this season on a strong note unless they can start getting it going on the ground. And Saturday is going to be a perfect opportunity against the Vanderbilt Commodores. They're ranked 108th nationally in rushing defense giving up 202.5 yards per game. It's been a while since the Gators had over 200 yards rushing on the ground. And if they could have that type of performance on Saturday, not only is it going to help them get the win, but it could also give them some confidence with their running game for the rest of the season. Our second key to the game on Saturday will be for the Gators to get some cohesion with their starting offensive line. That group has experienced a lot of moving parts over the year with the coaches trying different personnel combinations and even having to bench guys at time. But with the transfer of Chris Bleich, who started eight of the nine games this season, that should shore up things before the starting offensive line. Richard Garage now is going to be a full-time guy on that unit, and that should allow this group to maybe start to build some chemistry and cohesion and get to the point where they're not moving guys in and out of the lineup, and they could get into a situation where they're comfortable with all five guys at each spot. Saturday is an opportunity for them to start establishing that against Vanderbilt, especially if they can get it going in the run game. We all know that this unit hasn't had much issues trying to pass protect, but run blocking has been a different story. So if they can go out and have a clean, consistent game and pave the way for the Michael P. Ryan and company to rush for 200 yards, that's going to definitely be a step in the right direction. The third key for Saturday's game is going to be better third down defense. 
And that kind of goes without saying, coming off Saturday's result against the Georgia Bulldogs, where Florida gave up 12 of 18 third down conversions. It was the most that UGA had against a ranked team since the 2014 Belk Bowl. And it's something that Todd Grantham and the players have addressed in practice and meetings this week so that they figure out where the breakdowns and lapses were in their defensive scheme and make sure that those mistakes don't happen again. Now, you have to think going up against this Vanderbilt offense is going to be a much easier task for the Gators than it was going up against Jake Fromm and company. But at the end of the day, we need to see this unit come out and be much stronger with their third down defense. Because if they do allow the Commodores to convert third downs and keep drives alive, that's going to allow them to hang in this game and keep it competitive. So Florida has to be better in this department. The fourth key to the game for the Gators will be containing Vandy running back Keyshawn Vaughn. He is basically their whole offense. He has nearly half of their total offensive production this year. With almost 800 yards on the ground this season, six touchdowns, averaging 5.2 yards a carry. And he also has 234 yards receiving and a touchdown through the air. So he can do it all. And we saw that in this game last year. He was a big reason why the Commodores got up 21-3 to in that game. And then he left the contest with an injury, and that allowed the Gators to come back. So you know that he's coming into this matchup with a chip on his shoulder. He's going to want to get another shot at this Florida defense. And he's shown what he can do against some of the nation's elite earlier this season. And against LSU, he had 130 yards and two rushing touchdowns on 20 carries. He's had some other 100-yard games this year. And then the upset win over Mizzou. He had 96 yards on the ground and four catches for 80 yards and a touchdown. So again, this is going to be definitely a key for Florida is containing him and making sure that he doesn't hit them for any big plays like he did last year in Nashville. The fifth and final key for Florida in this game will be getting pressure on the quarterback, which did not happen last week against Georgia's Jake Fromm. He had plenty of time in the pocket didn't get sacked once, and even the one time that he got pressured was able to evade it. And that's something that just ate away at Florida's Jonathan Grenard and some of the other defensive linemen. They pride themselves on being able to get pressure and sack the quarterback. But these last few weeks, especially against Georgia, they just haven't had the type of success that they did early in the year. But Saturday is going to be an opportunity against Vanderbilt. The top two quarterbacks for the Commodores are going to be out with concussions, so they will be relying on either Deuce Wallace or Allen Walters to get it done under center, and that's going to be a tall task for either one of these guys to come in here and have a road start in the swamp against the pissed-off Florida defensive line. I think those guys are really going to get after it on Saturday and have some success with sacks, which will definitely help them get the win. It's time to make my score prediction for Saturday's game. The Gators are big favorites against the Commodores, 26.5 points. It was a 10-point game in Nashville last year as the Gators had to rally in the second half and pull out a 37-27 win. I don't expect it to be that close in this matchup. I think Florida comes out off the UGA loss and has a much better performance than they did last year in the homecoming game against Missouri. I just think this Vanderbilt team is not going to be able to challenge the Gators, even if they can hit some of their keys to the game. They just have too much talent. They're coming out there pissed off. They're going to be playing with an edge, and they're at home in the swamp for the first time in more than a month. I think the fans will be into it. I think the players will be into it. And at the end of the day, for the first time in a while, been some close contests this season. I think the Gators get an easy one on Saturday and come away with a 38-10 to 10 win over the Commodores. And now I'm going to give my latest SEC power rankings. Still at number one is the Alabama Crimson Tide. I've had them there all season, and I still got them in the top spot. I think coming off the bye week with two at quarterback, they're going to get the win over LSU on Saturday. 
and stay atop my SEC power rankings. I got the Tigers at number two. They're coming off the bye. Everybody obviously ready for the game of the century in Tuscaloosa. Georgia moves up to my number three spot after their win over the Gators. They'll be at home against Missouri on Saturday night. The Gators need the Bulldogs to lose two more conference games in order to make it to Atlanta. But first, they got to take care of business at noon against Vanderbilt. Number five in my SEC power rankings is Auburn. They got a 20-14 to win over Ole Miss last Saturday, and they will have a bye this weekend. Also having a bye on Saturday will be Texas A&M. I got them at number six in my power rankings after they got a 45-14 to win over the University of Texas San Antonio last Saturday. Missouri, they were on a bye last week, and now they'll get a chance against Georgia in Athens on Saturday. They're at number seven in my SEC power rankings. Number eight is the South Carolina Gamecocks. They got a 24-7 to win over the Vanderbilt Commodores last week, and then they got App State coming to town on Saturday. Number nine in my SEC power rankings is Mississippi State. They'll have a bye this weekend after getting a big 30-point win over Arkansas last Saturday, 54-24. to Kentucky checks in at number 10 in my power rankings. They had a bye last weekend as well. They'll be back home on Saturday against Tennessee. Ole Miss, they got the six-point loss to Auburn. Played pretty well against the Tigers. They'll have a chance to get back into the winning column on Saturday against New Mexico State. Number 12 in my power rankings, Tennessee. They got a 30-7 win over UAB last Saturday, and they'll travel to Lexington this weekend. Number 13 are the Commodores. They suffered the loss to South Carolina last weekend, although they did have a 7-0 lead in that first quarter but then they lost it the rest of the way. And obviously that team could run into more trouble in Gainesville this weekend. And still at number 14 and last place, the Arkansas Razorbacks. They lost big to Mississippi State last weekend. They'll try to get back on track at home Saturday against Western Kentucky. You're listening to Locked on Gators, your team every day. Florida fans, if you're making your way to Gainesville this fall for UF home games or you're just a sports junkie like me, then I've got the perfect place for you. The Mealy Pop Shop, located off I-75 on 39th Avenue, is your one-stop shop for sports cards, memorabilia, autographs, gaming, and collectibles. I've been able to load up on my Michael Jordan cards since the shop opened last year. They have college and NFL games on in the store every weekend in a bunch of cool events, sometimes featuring former Gator players like Percy Harvin. Their NFL weekly pick'em is free and fun with weekly prizes and a season-long prize so check out the mealy pop shop at 3700 northwest 91st street gainesville florida or call at 352-204-5573 now let's get some thoughts from the head coaches in this matchup here's florida's dan mullen talking about the vanderbilt commodores Derek mason and the challenges that his teams can present uh, obviously, a uh, great game for us to get back home uh, here into the swamp. We haven't been here in quite a while, uh, you know, so uh, great to get back home. I know, um, I think last time we played here, boy, the uh, the Gator Nation really came through, had an unbelievable atmosphere, helped help lead us to a victory, and we kind of need that that same effort out of the uh, the Gator Nation this weekend, coming in, packing the swamp, creating that unbelievable home field advantage. Uh, it's the uh, saluting those that serve game, which is pretty special, you know, and, and you look and honor people. I think, uh, you know, we're so fortunate here uh, in, our, in our country to have the freedoms that we have to go live your dreams and, and do what you do. And there's, a, the you know, the uh, to recognize uh, our armed forces around the world that that, you know, they make sacrifices, personal and family sacrifices to allow us the freedoms to live our dreams and um is very very special. Obviously, great challenge playing uh, Vanderbilt. They're 
uh, you know, it uh, seems to always be a tough game. I remember being here before some, you know, some tough battles. Last year was a, a tough battle. We fell behind, had to come back to find a win. They got some, you know, really talented. They got, they got one of the best running backs in the league, uh, you know, and one of the best receivers in the league. You know, their, their skill players are good. They got a young, aggressive defense that continues to improve, grow, and get better from week to week. Um, you know, and I know they had some guys miss last week, but I, you would think really coming into this week they're gonna they're gonna have the opportunity now. It sounds like to get some guys healthy, get back out on the field. So, end up being a big challenge for us, and um, you're ready to go play. I, I think one. I think they're you know they're always they're a tough physical football team, and they have talented players. You know that that. Uh, can get you like like I said they're they're very young on defense but they're growing and maturing and they're going to be they're playing better defense now than they did earlier in the year, um, but as we know from last year they have you know when you look and they're a dangerous team able to go win get the, the games they're winning because they they have a, they have some talented some some guys that are some of the best players in the league at that position. And they do a good job. You know, Derek does a good job coaching up. And like we always have, put your guys in position to make plays. And they do that with, you know, their, with some of their offensive skill players. And here were some thoughts from Vandy coach Derek Mason. The Commodores are coming off another SEC loss, just one conference win so far this season. Here's what he had to say about Dan Mullen's team and the challenges that they'll present on Saturday. It's Gator Week. Uh, man, we – we find ourselves uh, getting ready to line up versus the Florida Gators. I mean, a really good football team. Um, and our football team right now uh, is, is, you know, in the midst of uh, working itself uh, and where we want to be. You know, coming off a tough loss versus South Carolina, um, you understand, uh, you know, what you did, what you didn't do, really try to polish uh, and, and get into the, the – the details of the schemes, man, so we can get ourselves ready to head down to um, in the swamp and play a great game. Uh, excited about the opportunity as we get into it. I look forward to uh, man, seeing what this week holds because it's another opportunity. I'll be playing, you know, Deuce Wallace and, and Alan Walters. You know, man, those those will be our quarterbacks, and we'll have a our third quarterback, you know, ready to go. Well, man, man the offense uh, been changes just a little bit because I think you know man, both of those guys have a little more mobility. You know, in terms of what it looks like, so uh, man, we're we're gonna have to tweak it just a little bit. But you know, I mean, the the main frame of what we do, uh, man, is still there. I think you know, man, with these guys, too. Um, you know, I man, as I've seen both of these guys move around and what they could do, uh, man, it gives us an opportunity, I believe, to take advantage. You know, I mean, of some 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 other options in our offense. And so, what we got to be able to do is just make sure it it fits them, it fits our guys, it it gets the ball to our playmakers. And you know, obviously, man, we got to be able to run the ball, but throw the ball effectively in order to stay on the field and give ourselves a chance to score points. I mean, it, it's it's got to be on display this week. This is the week that we have. This is going to be a ball game where you know we we have to attack Florida, man. We can't sit back and just say, okay, we're going to run the ball. Uh, you know, man, at Florida, or run the ball down Florida's throat, man. We got to be able to get the ball to playmakers. Uh, we are going to take shots, okay? I mean, it, it's it's got to be part of the formula, and you know, I mean, I'm excited about it because uh, in this moment, uh, we 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 know that we have to be better. We know that we've got to, uh, you know, put it out there for those guys and let those guys, man, go get it. So that's what we're going to do. When we come back on Monday, I will recap my five keys to the game for Florida Vandy. I'll take out my report card and grade the Gators. And we'll bring you some post-game comments from Mullen and the players. Make sure you stay tuned to Locked on Gators, your team every day.